Time to suck it up, buttercup. There's no whining, no crying, and no excuses. Excuses are for losers. So on today's show, how to avoid making excuses. Buckle up, because here we go. Welcome. Welcome to Pull Up and Thrive. You can overcome adversity. You don't have to be beaten down. Stephen has learned the hard way. And after becoming successful, he's ready to help overwhelmed business owners overcome adversity, avoid the crash and burn, so that you can have the life and business you want. I know how it feels like whenever you just want to quit and say, forget it, I'm done. To overcome adversity, you have to lean in and not pull back. Engage. This is Pull Up and Thrive. And now your host, Stephen Caps. Hello and welcome. Another super exciting episode of Pull Up and Thrive. I am so beyond excited that you are here with me again today. And I want to welcome anyone who this is your first time listening. Welcome aboard the Pull Up and Thrive Mothership. Thank you so much for listening. And all of you returned listeners and faithful listeners, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it because it's you are the reason that I do this. You are the reason that I pull out this computer, go to a Google Docs and say, all right, what is this next episode going to be about? What am I going to say? I feel like so many times that I'm running out of ideas, but folks, a message me, I, I talk to you in person, and I ask the question, and if you've heard me ask it, I am sincerely asking, is there anything that you would like me to address on the show? If there is, shoot me an email at connect at stephencaps.com. Or hit me up on Facebook, say, hey, Steve, I would love to hear about XYZ. And if I don't know anything about it or it's not my expertise, I will say, hey, that's not my expertise. So thank you, thank you, thank you. If you have not made the decision to change your life and start working with me one-on-one, do that today. Maybe you are that guy or that gal that has been thinking about it and you're like, oh, I don't know, uh, It is probably expensive. Yes, it is expensive. And it's not for everyone. But let me ask you a real quick question. If you could attain that dream, if you could get the outcome in your life that you want, how much would that be worth? Could you really put a price tag on it? Hit me up, stephencaps.com. All right, lots of exciting stuff going on around here at pull up and thrive. Lots of things I can't say right now because it's in the early stages, but soon enough, I will be unveiling some very exciting stuff. So on today's show, excuses are for losers. I hate excuses. I don't want my team giving me excuses. I do not want to make excuses. But what do you do to avoid making excuses? And I have a talk that I do that one of the steps in the talk to, you know, get the life and business that you want is no excuses. So it's just what it sounds like. 
we all we all have to understand that there's always what there are always hurdles obstacles and roadblocks and i always thought whenever i was new in business that i was hitting a roadblock because i was doing something wrong not necessarily i was doing a lot of stuff right but i was hitting road roadblocks and obstacles because we're doing something hard and even today, after 18 years in business, we still hit road roadblocks and obstacles. And it's not that we're doing something wrong, necessarily. It's that we're doing something hard. It's our job to ask the question and solve the problem. How do I get over it, under it, or around it? And if you are in business, you are in business because you're a pretty good problem solver. So no matter, now, let, now listen to this, no matter how long and how much experience you have in business, there will always be obstacles, hurdles, and roadblocks. I uh, take that one step further. Don't use your life as an excuse because we all have those events or those happenings that change us. They alter the course and the path of our life. It you know, something that exploded in the middle of your life and just, how am I going to get over this? How am I going to get through this? Well, I have a dozen reasons why I should not be behind this microphone. I have a dozen reasons why I should not be here. One, I'm a PK, a preacher's kid. And if that's not bad enough, I don't know what is. But at nine years old, I had a 16-year-old brother killed in a car wreck. And I had a severe stutter. We moved all the time, so I'm always the new kid. In fact, by the time I graduated high school, we had moved more than 20 times. I leave home at 19. I drop out of college. I started to get traction in my life in my mid-20s. And by the time I'm 33, I'm a widower. So I have lots of reasons why, why I can't do X, why I can't succeed, why I can't have a business, why I can't have relationships. So I say no excuses because at the end of the day, no matter how good the excuse is, it sounds an awful lot like my dog ate my homework. So I hate excuses Whenever I was going through our financial crash and burn, I had one of our vendors walk through the door and sit across from me at my desk, and he said, you owe us $6,000, and we need our money. I had a very sad story. I had a very, very good excuse. I had a very good reason why I could not pay him. My wife died, and we lost our largest customer. So that was a legitimate or legitimate in quotations, in my opinion, why we did not pay him. But at the end of the day, he just needed his money. And look, I don't blame him one bit. And that was the moment that I really saw that, hey, no matter what happened, no excuses. And then I also say that rather than using hardship and difficulty as a excuse use it for fuel for your life use that hard time that difficult time that tragedy 
and I'm not wanting I'm not wanting to get real heavy. I'm wanting this to be more a practical nuts and bolts how to prevent from making excuses in your everyday life. But I have to touch on this because this is so powerful because every person listening has had an event. They have had something in their life that was hard. Maybe not as hard as others, but for you it was hard. It was a loss. It was a tragedy. It was a disaster. Whatever happened, do not allow that to define you. And I say, no matter what has happened to me in my life, I am no one's victim. Because in the world and in um, society today, everybody's a victim. Everybody is a victim is the newest fashion trend, I guess. Rather than who's wearing what, it is who can be the greatest victim. Don't get me started down this road. I can't get ahead. I can't be successful because of something that happened 300 years ago, 200 years ago, 50 years ago. Some people don't don't fall for that, but they have stuff in their life that happens that's hard. And I get it. I get it. Things happen that you would not wish on anyone, a loss, a hardship, a tragedy. Let me just say this, and I'm going to move on. Get the help that you need to get through that. Do not allow that event to define you. Instead, I want you to listen to this. Use that event, use that hardship, that difficulty as fuel for your life so that one day, maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, maybe not in five years, but one day you can look back at that hardship and that difficulty and say that hardship was a gift to my life. Then whenever you're there, you can turn around and you can help others. And that's what I'm doing here today. I am saying there is hope after hardship. There is life after death. So don't let those things define your life. Okay. I said I didn't want to make it too heavy. We went a little heavy, but I'm going to lighten it up here. And how do you avoid excuses in your regular everyday life? Let me say, excuses do not move you forward. If you want to win, if you want to cross that finish line, if you want to make that touchdown, if you want to make the field goal, if, if you want to win in your life and business, excuses will not get you there. Excuses will not get you there. So how do I avoid excuses in my everyday life? Because stuff happens. How do I avoid excuses in my everyday life? And I say, that is a super great question. All right, are you ready for this? Number one, be prepared. I mean, it sounds ultra simple, but people don't do it. Be prepared because we are so busy, go, 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 that we don't have any time to stop and prepare. 
as a simple, basic example, I have a truck, and in my truck, I have ratchet straps, heavy-duty, extra-long jumper cables. I have some basic tools. I have a tape measure in my driver's side door. I have some uh, moving blankets. So I have some simple, basic stuff because I'm always pulling a trailer. I'm always picking something up. And there's nothing more frustrating than you're in the middle of nowhere and you don't have a simple, basic item. So be prepared. What are the tools? What are the uh, materials that you use in your everyday life and business that you always need? Well, have the stuff handy. Have cash. I don't necessarily mean in the door of your truck, but having cash, having an emergency fund is part of being prepared because whenever you're not prepared, I don't care how intelligent you are. I don't care how many degrees that you have or what letters that you have behind your name. When you're not prepared, you look like a doofus. Don't look like a doofus. So be prepared. And number two, give yourself margin. This one is so important, probably the most important. Now, in the environment that we're in today, which if you've tried to buy almost anything, there's a wait, there's a delay, it's not available, so on and so forth. So give yourself margin. In the old days in the business, I would order the gate operator the day before that we needed to do the installation. Be, well, I didn't have two nickels to rub together, and I was just trying to stay in business, so I had no margin. So there was always stuff happening. The item wouldn't ship, and then it wouldn't show up when I needed it, and I already told the customer that we will be there Thursday, and oh, my word. So now, all right, this is an example of how we do business now. We sell a gate job, and we know that we will be installing it approximately, let's just say, on the 15th of next month. Okay. A week prior to us needing it, we ordered the part. Even though we can have it in a day, what seems to always happen, especially if we ever wait until the last minute, is that it doesn't ship, and then we get it, and we're missing the parts. Without margin, you are setting yourself up to fail. So give yourself margin. Give yourself more than enough margin. Another example, in the handyman business, we had sold a job that we needed some sheet metal or some like barn tin type of metal. We sold the job, and now we're going to install this metal two weeks from now. What did someone do? It wasn't me but they waited until the morning of the job to go to Lowe's to pick up the material. Well, what happens? All of the product that they have in stock is bent or damaged. And it's an excuse because the guy waits until the day that we need it, and then he goes to Lowe's and, oh, it's oh, it's all bent up. It's not my fault because they didn't have the material available. It is your fault if... I know that I need something in two weeks. I'm ordering it today because then we have margin. If it's out of stock, if it's damaged, if it's unavailable, whatever happens, we have margin. And then whenever we show up to do the job, we appear to be the hero. 
because the last guy that was there was a doofus. He did not prepare. He did not give himself margin. So let's be sure to give yourself margin. If you know a month ahead of time, don't wait the day before to get ready. This is a loser move. This is a big loser move. So don't be a loser. And number three, fire suppliers or staff. Yes, you can fire your supplier. We had a supplier for steel that their prices were incredible. Like, this is unbelievable. Can this be right? Yes, it was right. But the deal was is that they could not deliver. So it does not matter how great the price is if you, if you can't get the material that you need when you need it, the price doesn't matter. Now, we got onto their scheme, which it wasn't a scheme. They were just incompetent. I would order it on Monday because I needed it Thursday, so plenty of time because it was usually one or two day a delivery. We would order it on Monday, and we wouldn't have it for like 10 days. It was just ridiculous. So we changed back to our normal supplier, but fire a supplier that can't deliver. Fire someone that makes you look incompetent. I do not want to be in any type of a relationship with... with with a supplier or a team member that makes us look incompetent. And another example or a team member that we had, well, he does great work. When he's here, he shows up late. He doesn't show up at all. He has all these personal problems, and I feel bad, and we try to help him, but he, but he can't show up. So we have to let folks go because if we can't do these steps, we're going to be making excuses all the time, and you will not win. And number four, use open-ended deadlines. Now, what I mean by that is if you're a month before you deliver or you finish the job, don't necessarily nail down an exact day and time a month out. What we do in the gate business, because it's usually four to six weeks to turn a job around. What we will say is that if our jobs are running about four to five weeks, we will say six weeks. So we will be done on this day or before. So we have margin. And then as we get closer to the date, we are communicating with the customer, which leads us to number five. Communication is the key. Over-communicate with your customers because what happens, we only call them and the phone rings and rings and rings and rings and there's no voicemail. We have no way to leave a message, so we don't. What we didn't know was that the phone number was written down wrong. So over-communicate, call, email, text, passenger pigeon, do whatever it takes to over-communicate. If your job is several weeks out, as the day approaches, communicate. Hey, it looks like that we will be out there in about 7 to 10 days. All right? You're not making a hard commitment just yet. Then whenever you're two or three days out, or maybe it's Monday and you're making your schedule for the week, say, hey, it looks like that we will be there Thursday between 8 and 9. 
Now check the weather, okay? That is something that if you're working outside could hinder you doing the job. So look at the weather. Look at other factors that may affect you being there. Then use honest, clear communication. Mr. Jones, we ordered your parts two weeks ago. There has been some issues in transportation. There has been some shortages. There has been this and that. So over-communicate. Don't wait for them to call you because if they're calling you, they're probably ticked off. So we want to over-communicate. Be truthful. Whenever you blow it, be honest. If it's a situation to where it's really going to cause a major conflict, call the customer. Say, look, I blew it. I thought that I ordered it, but I realized that I didn't. And Hey, I'm super sorry. We're not going to be able to make it until XYZ date. People may be upset, but they appreciate honesty. Everyone hates a moving finish line. I hate, we will be there tomorrow. We will be there tomorrow. We will be there tomorrow. And then tomorrow never comes. People hate that. So if you want to have the life and business that you want, you have to be able to do this stuff. Because it's all the little things stacked on top of each other that gets you to where you want to go. Number six, manage expectations. Don't make promises that you can't fulfill. Or if you don't know how something will turn out, manage expectations. We have uh, the wash business and sometimes cleaning a stain, you don't know how it's going to come up. So don't promise that, oh, this is, this is going to look brand new when we're done. Manage expectations. Say, well, we may only be able to get it out 25%, maybe 50 if we're lucky. All right, now they have low expectations. But then when you knock it out of, of the park, they're like, oh, my goodness, you are amazing. Under promise and over deliver. We have some vendors that we can usually get stuff the very next day. If I'm ordering something for a customer, I do not tell them I will have this tomorrow. I will usually say we'll have it in two or three days. That way we're giving ourselves some margin so in case something happens, they don't have the expectation that they can pick it up tomorrow morning because whenever they have certain expectations and that doesn't happen, you have an angry customer. If something happens, maybe it's your fault, not your fault, whatever, a technique that I have used is that whenever I call the customer, I preface what I'm going to say with, Mr. Jones, you are probably going to think that I'm the most incompetent XYZ. So if you're taking on the blame and you're already saying, look, you are probably going to think that I'm stupid, then you tell them what happened, they have a little bit more sympathy. But whenever you don't receive the blame and you try to blame everybody else, that gives you an, an angry customer. All right, let's put a bow on this. One, be prepared. Two, give yourself margin. Three, fire suppliers or staff. Use open-ended deadlines. Five, communication is the key. And six, manage expectations. 
If you can do these six things, you too can overcome adversity, avoid the crash and burn, and have the life and business that you want. Thank you so much for joining me today. Remember to rate, review, share, and subscribe. Until next time, you're the best. You've been listening to Pull Up and Thrive with Stephen Caps. Life's tough. Life's unfair. And the sooner that we can all realize that, the better off we will be. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on Facebook and on other platforms at Pull Up and Thrive. And be sure to hit the website at stephencaps.com. Remember, never judge a person for their mistakes. Judge a person on how they fix them. Till next time.